0: All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Pondering Nerd Show. Uh, I am Nate Rowe, and uh, what we do on this show is we talk about nerd culture uh, in general. You know, we're nerds pondering hard heard about these tough uh decisions and topics that we go that we talk about that sounded horrible but whatever uh we talk about movies <laughs> comics uh tv you know tech world what's going on um and so uh you know speaking of uh movies and stuff we uh uh, we got, uh, we're going to talk about a little about superheroes, you know what I'm saying? And one of the things that everybody loves since they were a kid is, you know, flying through the the, the sky or crawling on a wall or being super strong, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And kind of got me thinking of what were going to be some of my least, uh, least favorite and most favorites uh, superhero movies to date, you know what I mean? I kind of wanted to toss that around the table and uh, see where everybody was on that. Um, by the way, we should have uh, everybody introduce themselves, I guess, you know, and uh, I'm Nate Rowe, I'm going to be your host, and we ha- also have Masood House,
1: and we have Mickey, and I'm Lance
0: John. Alrighty, what's up guys, what's up guys, so yeah, let me go ahead and just toss this out there, we'll, we'll, we'll start with favorites, because that one, that one should be a little bit easier, you know what I'm saying, everybody has a fond memory, um, so we'll we'll go ahead. We'll start with you, Lance. What was your favorite superhero movie to date?
2: Just I, I can only pick
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, For time's sake, we'll 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 try to narrow it down to to your to your favorite. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay.
2: Um, to date, I would say my favorite one that I can watch anytime is probably. Uh, <sharp inhale> Damn, there's so many. I'm trying to just like roll through my rolodex in my head. Do, 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 do. I would say the like the first Superman movie, the the not not the one from the nineteen uh, eighties. Yeah, the one from the eighties, not the one from the fifties. The um the one with Christopher Reeves. Reeves Christopher, yeah, Christopher Reeves, the first Superman movie. I would say that right there was actually my first introduction to superhero um type of movies uh, i didn't even wow. know you know I was, I was a kid i didn't even know i was like wait you're telling me this shit exists? the cartoons that i see what <laughs> it's like you know so i would say yeah that that was like my first if, like just getting into it it's like yeah i love it and you know and um and my father had it on VHS, and I watched that thing so many times. I think I popped the tape. I even, I got clear. I got clear. Uh, uh, what's that tape called? The uh, scotch tape. And I put it back together, and I watched it again. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that that's like my my favorite, favorite one uh, out of all of them. Quite
0: honestly, yeah. That's what's up, Mickey. You know, uh, you you know what your favorite one is?
1: Yeah. Um. When. When I think about great superhero movies, I sometimes I feel lost because I wasn't that avid of a comic book reader when I was little. Um, I read nonfiction books mostly, um, but one movie that comes to mind every time is Unbreakable. That is uh. my most favorite movie of all time i saw it for the first time um back in 2010 and oh, really? yeah yeah i'm late in the game you know yellow, <laughs> yellow <laughs> <green>. <laughs> um but uh, better late than never that's what i always say I I'm, that's I'm, 10 years late
0: yeah <laughs> but see
1: i i'm an appreciate I'm, I'm an appreciator of classics and films that passed me by, but, you know, I, I show my recognition for them. Um, Hipster. <coughs> I am not. <laughs> sir, take that back. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna category mad. all my own. Um, I appreciate Unbreakable because, okay, so I dig Samuel L. Jackson and his wise ass ways, but his role as Elijah Price, he showed a vulnerability that I have never seen from him thus far. Yeah. So to see him in this. I
3: don't think he ever dropped an F-bomb in that movie, if I remember correctly. Not
1: one. I don't think That's same so for
3: Samuel L. Jackson. Shit, <laughs> yeah, man. Not one F-bomb.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, wow. He was, he was frail and strong in his convictions at the same time. So we had this frailty and this strength. And um at the same time you had Bruce willis which he, he was this quiet this quiet rock that did not know his potential until he was brought to the task until mm. he was faced with this he he was faced with the decision of being the superhero that he was born to be and he didn't know his potential until the opportunity came about. And I, I feel that way about everybody. I, I, I don't know, I'm, maybe it's the Buddhist in me or whatever, but I feel like we all have our qualities that shine through when we're challenged the most or when we see someone else in need the most or when, I don't know, when, when the opportunity presents itself in, in the proper time. Um, this movie was not based on a comic book. So I, I also appreciate that too, because it wasn't something that I felt lost around. It was uh, a story by M. Night Shyamalan. Sha- Shyamalan, am I saying it right? Shyamalan. Yeah, yeah. That's about
2: yes. as close as anyone else. M. Night comes. Shyamalan, yeah. That's, <laughs> yes. As much as we can say it. <laughs>
1: nice. Yeah, yeah. So it was a brand new story. And um, I, I liked the, the art of the film. Like it was, um, uh, um, Elijah Price, he had his his gallery, and there was a lot of cool art in there. I liked that. I liked um, Bruce Willis's quiet uh, backstory, and um, I, I just I I loved seeing the challenges play out for both Elijah and for Bruce Willis's character um, David Dunn. Um, it mirrored, funny enough, a lot of stuff that. Was happening in my life, and um, I just, I, I just, I really dug it. I dug the film a lot.
0: Cool, man. I would oh, say that's my favorite.
1: Awesome. Oh, yeah.
0: i answer you. What about you, House? I mean, I know you consider yourself a big comic book guy, man. What's your, uh, what's your take on superhero movies, man? What's your favorite?
3: Uh, you know, it's funny because, like, uh, you know, your re- uh, your listeners don't know, but you know, we uh, we had a little list that we looked at the check these out and like the. Mm. The nerd in me that has grown up watching most of these, I forgot about a lot of these movies and how shitty a lot of them were. And uh, (laughs) growing up as a kid in the late 80s and early 90s um, and just seeing, like, how crappy a lot of our movies were when I was a kid is, like, crazy. But I really did love... A lot of movies growing up and right now um, I have to say that I think we're in a really great era of comic movies now and uh, I mean just this this last month and a half with Captain America 2 and the uh, Days of Future Past I I know it's going to sound like blasphemy, but I'm really going to, like, put those (laughs) on my pedestal right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Captain America 2, now, I'm going to put a little disclaimer out there. I never loved Captain America growing up. I thought he was, like, this, like, you know, like, the same way people look at Superman as this, like, super Boy Scout. I was like, Captain America is even worse to me because he is the red, white, and blue. And I was like, ah, you know, this is, like, so, like, so corny, you know? And then,
0: uh, you know.
1: patriotic. Yeah, like you know, but like, it, like yeah, yeah. just just hey, every super saturated. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: You know, and and then two uh, thousands came along, and he got like really cool in the way they were depicting him in the comics, and then the movie came along. The first one, it wasn't that great, but Captain America: The Winter Soldier, I feel like, is one of those movies where they took what could be a really corny character, you know, who's been around since. Um, I forget whether he was one of the ones that came in 1939 or in the 1940s, but he's been around since World War II, you know, like around the time of Superman. And they took... The thing I loved is that the Russo brothers who directed it, they, like, spoke with one of the major Captain America writers, one of the ones who has written him the best in the recent years. And Mm -hmm. they not only stuck true to the story even though they did a completely different like take on the plot they still stuck true to the spirit of the story and gave us a captain america who's badass who's fun to watch who stands for america while not being just a poster boy for the typical american dream yeah and uh and it it kicked ass it was a spy thriller which i really love it was a superhero film which i really love and uh it really elevated the genre and I'm going to say this against the Batman Nolan fans out there. I think it's better than the Nolan trilogy only because the pacing was great. Um it never slowed down too much. Everything went together. It was fantastic to me. So I'm going to put that on my pedestal right now. And uh, and I'm going to give a quick little credit to Days of Future Past since they cleaned up the X-Men franchise, which is my number one uh, comic love and you know, gave me a little hope for the future. So I'll just throw that
0: out there. Cool. That's what's up. And we definitely want to get into X-Men uh, a little bit right before we end the show. We want to talk about that just a little bit. Um, I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and throw my favorite out there, and I'll, I'm going to go with a childhood uh, favorite. Um, I remember this movie blowing my mind the first time I saw it, but um, it wasn't the original Batman with um, – um, I can't even say that was the original because I guess the original was Adam West. But it yeah. wasn't the one with uh, – it wasn't – uh, yeah, it wasn't that Batman. It wasn't Michael that one. Keaton? It was Batman Returns. Well, yeah. Well, Michael Keaton was yeah. was playing Batman. Um, but yeah, Jack. The and Tim, the, the Tim Jack-
2: Burton Batman.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. The the Batman Returns. Pfeiffer. Yeah, the, with Catwoman and with uh, Penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I loved that movie. It was back in the day. It was almost the equivalent of. Um, kind of what uh, Christopher Nolan was going for with the dark grittiness of yeah. of the, a yeah. Batman series, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't flashy yet. You know, it hadn't hit uh, Batman Forever where <laughs> everything is just over the top. You know what I mean? <laughs> this was still, yeah, this was still. You know, what a Batmobile looked like. The Batmobile. It didn't look like this freaking tank you know what i mean it was the batmobile and it had armor and you know i remember penguins people like sabotaging it and and, uh you know uh, you know it was just awesome i remember as a kid that blowing my mind and you know to this day even though when you watch it you know yes the graphics are cheesy nowadays and stuff like that i still you know have that place in my heart for it um you know what I mean, and uh, I guess on that note, places in your heart. We'll go to the other side of your heart where you hate it the the most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna go right into least favorite. Um, and I guess this time I'll just go ahead and start off real quick. Uh, I have a real bone to pick. We, you know, we're we're gonna talk about uh, the new X Men at the end of the show, like I said. But <laughs> my least favorite, I have to just, uh, I have to get this out there to anybody that'll listen. The Last Stand uh X-Men 3 The Last Stand was just I hated it so much man I, I with a passion because it was just not now don't get me wrong I did not um unfortunately I did not read a lot of the comics growing up I did watch the cartoon series and you know I was really into it and stuff like that but just a lot of the stuff that happened on Last Stand I was like what what like yeah, spoiler alert. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. The movie's been out for a while. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil some of the stuff. <laughs> <you guys>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't like the first freaking 10 15 minutes of the movie and I'm like, "What? What is that?" Yeah, you know, that you hurt know? Hurt my heart. Uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? And it's just it, from then on, you know, and then, you know, Professor Xavier just gets like destroyed, de- dematerialized. and it's like, "What? No. Come yeah. on." You know, so there was just so many things that happened. I lost all my faith in X-Men, you know what I mean? I like I have seen um uh, like uh like I told you guys earlier uh I have seen the X Men uh, Wolverine Origins or whatever. It was alright, it was decent. And you know you've said uh House that you know the new ones are, are pretty worth it. They're pretty decent as well. So I will have to check those out. But yeah, I just lost all faith with <laughs> X Men. <laughs> so Lance, what about you man? What's what's one of your least favorites or your least favorite?
2: Uh, boy, so many in the list about my least <laughs> favorites. Um, I'm going to stick with the 2000s, and let me see. My least favorites, in no particular order, Daredevil,
1: X-Men <laughs> United, <laughs> yeah.
0: Hulk, yeah.
2: the first one, uh, <laughs> Punisher, the first one, <laughs> Catwoman, I want to kill everyone involved.
1: Damn it, you took mine. <laughs>
0: Um, Is there else? any one of them though that like actually? Instead, I mean, because I mean, you're kind of just listing bad films in general, like. <laughs>
1: yes, that's <laughs> that, why they were my least that, that favorite
0: because pissed you off. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, on a, well, I would on say
2: my the last movie that really pissed me off, the last superhero movie that really really pissed me off was um, Iron Man three. That one pissed me yeah. off. What? It, I I couldn't because it was all a lie. The way they put out the trailer made me feel like, okay, we are going to, what you gonna call it? They like they made it seem like it was gonna be dark. It's gonna be gritty. He's gonna lose something. Holy shit! They're gonna go in this direction. It was like you know, taking that, um, what you call it, the whole uh, pretty pretty much bringing Tony Stark a peg or two, just bring him down a peg or two, you know, and mm-hmm. just trying to. Uh, Oh, what's it? What's what's the call? What's the how are you how would you pronounce it? Like making it because like, he's he's such a playboy. Uh, yeah, like so. What I hated about that movie was just I don't know. It's like a, I hate it with it. It's, I, I came out of the movie theater hating it with it the, 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 with the passion of a thousand suns burning, and it's just like I. Like like I was saying before, the, the the trailer threw everything off for me. It made it seem like it was going to be one. It was going to be this theme for the movie, and it was going to be dark, and it was going to be very drama filled, and and then it just turned into just happened to be. It for me, it wasn't a superhero movie. It was just a movie that happened to have a superhero in it. If that make any sense to anyone, wow. okay? and it just I didn't I I. I on the surface, as a movie, I thought it was okay. It was a campy, it was fun, it was funny, and everything like that. But as a superhero movie, it is not. It, it shouldn't even like it, it, you know. As a nerd, if I could have the power to strike it from the Iron Man series, I would, because you know even Man. yeah. Like I just it's like it doesn't serve for anything. They really fucked up the Mandarin. They really messed up the extremists. Um, storyline and everything like that i mean but they did actually kind of redeem themselves with the, the marvel one-off one-shot if you guys seen that one i think it was called here here the king or something like that this was like uh it's about
0: where he's in prison
2: yeah like they actually yeah, fixed, that was
0: pretty funny man yeah, yeah it was, it was funny good.
2: and it was and they actually fixed that whole mandarin problem for me uh, but it still doesn't forgive the extremist plot that they fucked up but, you know, but it also kind of fixed it in the show uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They actually fixed that whole plot with the extremists there, you know, uh, kind of. But the, if you guys read the extremist stuff, I'll, I would say if you have Netflix, look for the Iron Man extremist uh, motion comic on Netflix. That actually gives you a really, really good idea as to what I'm talking about. And if you've seen Iron Man 3, you know, watch these two back to back and you see where they went wrong what should have happened and how deep they could have gotten with this cat char- with this particular character. You know, and it was just, you know I mean the movie has major, major issues, but that's a whole nother, you know, like I I, I don't wanna spend a half an hour explaining to people why it
0: sucked. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, that's kinda crazy harsh. Like I thought it was awesome, but I mean, you know, I guess I'm glad I didn't say that earlier, you know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, actually thought Iron Man Three was pretty good, you know what I mean uh, yeah. I, I didn't I wasn't particularly a fan of two um or not excuse me the first one. the very yeah. first one I wasn't too too big a fan of. and one thing I will say that disappointed me about three was like the whole you know. In the trailer, they did make it seem like he's going back to his roots. He's going right, back yeah. to being an inventor. He's not going to have his Iron Man suit. He's going to have to figure out how to do it. And, I mean, literally that culminated to, again, spoiler alert, that culminated to him making a taser gun. That you know worked one time, and and like it, it, you know I was really let down because it didn't it didn't you know yeah he fixed up I guess the the Iron Man which the kid helped him you know what I mean a little sidekick helped him um, you know and it's it cool and everything it wasn't that dark gritty movie but I, I still liked it I, I almost feel like if it went dark and gritty um, you know people would have thought it was being it was gonna try to be like Batman or it was gonna try to be like the Dark Knight you know what I mean and uh, yeah. you know. Uh, I guess their their decision to kinda keep it a little more flashy with graphics, a little bit brighter and stuff. But uh yeah. you know, yeah. to each is his own, you know. Um uh, just to let you guys know, we did lose house, uh called dropped, freaking Skype. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. uh he will be back next week and we will be uh talking about uh X Men uh Days of Future Past uh, a little bit further in detail next week. But uh just continuing on. Mickey, what was your least favorite?
1: Um my least favorite movie <laughs> uh superhero movie would be catwoman and lance ah. mentioned it earlier but um i, I have was to a movie. <laughs> man, I, don't, I don't know what it was i don't really care it was a boring sunday i said okay it's on cable i'll watch it and i regret it i regret it man I could have I been knitting. I could have been done, doing something else. I don't know, but I, I decided to watch it. <laughs> very sad. Very sad day for me. Um, it was just... It She's was, bad. So, it was just bad. bad. It was just bad. It wasn't funny. She tried too hard with her lines. It Halle was- Berry has had her funny moments in different movies, but in this one, it was just it was kind of painful. Like Catwoman is a very wise-ass Character, but yeah. Halle Berry didn't pull it off well. It's
2: just, yeah, it's uh, you know it's funny. Uh, um, At all. If you guys check uh, Box Office Mojo, this is a website where you can go. You put in whatever movie you want to see how they're doing financially. Like, you know, like how much it cost to make and how much um, they actually made back. So uh, the production budget for this movie was a hundred million dollars um, in its life. Why? Domestically, it only did 40 million. And Mm -hmm. overseas, it did 41 million. And so, altogether, in its entire run, it did about $82 million. So, it didn't even make back the production.
1: I'm wondering where the money went. Where did it go? To her pay? Like, Halle Berry's pay?
2: (laughs) I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know what was involved. You know, I mean this was made back when, uh two thousand four. So it's been it's been more than a decade. Two thousand
1: five. It's been a decade, shit, yeah. Actually. Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought
2: you
1: came out in two thousand four. It got nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, yeah. So (laughs) and and I I trust Rotten Tomatoes pretty much. Like I like the reviews and stuff like that. So um but like I said, I, I saw it on a boring day and it was on, and that's the only real reason why I watched it. Um, I don't know. I mean, she's sexy as hell, no lie, in the movie. Your flash um, may be definitely on. had this like S and element to it, um, which is of Catwoman's character in general. I think S- similar to Wonder Woman, like you had the whole like um, domineering woman kind of thing, um, yeah. which appeals to some men. Um, but it was just it was strained and it didn't do Catwoman's role justice at all. Um I don't know. I just I know nothing about Catwoman
0: like lore, but did it have some type of storyline that involved like what was the story? Because it, as far as I understood, Catwoman was just a side character to Batman. Um, yeah. I never had read any of her comics, so I didn't know anything. You know, I don't know anything that happens to Catwoman specifically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's... I always looked at that movie as totally just something. <laughs> almost, I look at that movie like Snakes on a Plane. Okay. No, Listen to me. Listen. To me. It is <laughs> a bunch of rich guys just had a bunch of money, wanted to make a movie. So, like, okay, the theory behind Snakes on a Plane was let's get Samuel L. Jackson and put him on a plane with a bunch of snakes. It's going to be crazy. That, that's literally the premise behind when they were asked why they made this movie. They just had the money and they wanted to make it. I and almost I see this that. as...
1: I respect that more than I respect this Catwoman film. Well, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I
0: almost think it was like some rich guy. Just like, I bet you Halle Berry would be smoking hot as Catwoman. Let's do it. Yeah, you know i I'm saying? And, You I, know,
2: I would have to disagree with Mickey. I did not think she was hot at all in any way, shape, form, or fashion in this movie. Uh, I, I quite honestly, I enjoyed the um, what was her name? Um, and is her name Anne Hathaway? The the new Catwoman in the Nolan movies?
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: Uh, i think she was a lot better <laughs> she i think she paid Muhammad more to to the cat woman um definitely but yeah but to answer uh uh nate question about if there was a story no it wasn't really any story no nah. it was just like oh she's shy she got she fell off the roof <laughs> extremely shy some cats licked her and she's like yeah Cat powers. I'm
1: like. Um, well, let's be for real though. That that was how they went with um Michelle Pfeiffer's um, yeah, yeah, condition. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, They're, Like, quite but back honestly, then they didn't
0: really have the the graphics to be able to show you know any kind of like transformation in the body or something. I mean, nowadays we have the CGI <laughs> that it. They could make it like her cells were were transforming or something. You know what I mean? Like back but then, they kind of. I don't know how yeah, they would yeah. really do. I do remember the the cats chewing on her fingers, and I remember as a kid that freaking me out for some. Reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Like yeah, 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 and, and then the her eyes like twitching. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's just nasty. It's like nasty <laughs> as a kid. I have
2: some uh, bad news to the
0: both of you. Um,
2: for people who like you know those cat ladies, people who love cats, and then you know I hear the story that they ended up dying. And their cats are just all over the place. Yeah. So yeah, when the food runs out in the house, yeah, um, they go and they start nibbling on the owner. So, yeah.
0: And on that note, we're. <laughs> <laughs>
1: owners. Nice, You're awesome. We're gonna
0: we're gonna go ahead and call this segment over. Uh, just want to thank you guys again for tuning in. Be sure to uh check us out on Facebook, check us out on Twitter. Uh, follow us, uh you know, like us, troll us, do whatever you like. Just be involved with us. That's all we really ask. Um, also uh, a couple things to keep in mind. Check out uh, the tickets go on sale for Comic-Con on June 18th. Um, that's a Wednesday, so keep that open because we would love to see everybody come out and uh get We're going to be us. there. Oh, everybody's going to be there. We're going to have a great time, so everybody come on out. Yeah. Anybody else? Lance, you got anything?
2: Uh, that's it, really. Oh, yeah, we're also on Tumblr. Um, just look for Pondering Nerds show, or I think it's just Pondering Nerds. I'm not, I don't quite remember, but, yeah, we're also on there. So we're trying to give everybody choice. Whatever your favorite social platform is, we will be on it. So you can just follow us there and tell us what you think and all that good stuff.
0: Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, appreciate it, guys. Uh, this has been Pondering Nerds. I'm Nate Rowe. I'm Lance John.
1: And I'm Mickey. Thank you so much for listening.
0: Yes. Hey, you guys have an awesome week. Talk to you all later.
1: Peace. Later. Peace.